Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk. I'm your host, Chris. I'm Tim. And today's guest, we have Taylor Staus. Hey, Taylor. Hello. Thanks. Hi. For- How's it going? <laughs> Good. Thanks for joining us. We're excited to chat about all the projects you have going on. Before we get into all that, do you mind just introducing yourself to our listeners, giving them a background on yourself and how do you get into photography and stuff like that? Sure. Uh, so I'm Taylor. I have been uh, shooting for quite a while uh, professionally and uh, as a career for about five years. Uh, but as a kid, I uh, had disposable cameras and, and the like for my whole life. So I've been around film for a long time. Uh, and then uh Five years ago, my dad gave me uh, his Nikon FG20 that his dad gave him. And uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a whirlwind ever since. (laughs) (laughs) I live in Nashville and uh, I'm from here as well. And um, I do a lot of uh, live music and uh, touring and... You know, a little bit of everything else, but that's that's kind of like my bread and butter, what I spend most of my time doing. So been been doing it and loving it for a very long time. <laughs> that's amazing. So I want to, the first thing I want to ask you about is your mobile dark room. Because yes. <laughs> I have a hard enough time convincing people to let me take photos of their show, let alone like, I'm going to shoot just film and I'm going to develop it on the road. And like, I just want to hear all about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a couple years ago, I was... Up until actually the kind of mid-2019, I was doing um, film and digital. Uh, and I just, I I hated it. Uh, I hated digital. Um, I feel like film uh, requires me to be very present and intentional. And I found that when I had the option uh, of doing digital and I had many opportunities to get it right, you know, to get a shot and to, you know, multi-exposure and all that kind of stuff, um, or, or high, high speed shutter, whatever, <laughs> auto shot, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just found that I, I was not as intentional and I wasn't as present and yeah. it made me, it made me a little lazy. Um, and so I just, I was very frustrated with my work and, um, was just frustrated with the medium and I've always enjoyed it so much that I, I didn't want to feel that way anymore. So I just, started trying to figure out like how can I do film for everything and uh the the one obvious hang up for that is touring uh yeah. so I just I made a list for myself of like all the things that I would need like all the all the parameters like you know the darkness and yeah. <laughs> you know power running water and all the equipment that I would need and just put together a kit for myself that I could take on the road and now, yeah, I, I actually took it on the road uh, twice last year in two different uh, versions. Um, I, I call my darkroom Moby. It's mobile, Moby. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's Moby. Mo- Moby 2.0, right? That's what I yes. saw. Yes, Moby 2.0 is uh, the second version. Uh, the first version was in this huge duffel bag with this gigantic... Oh my gosh, the scanner that I used was a an Epson V550. Um, mm-hmm. This huge flatbed scanner that I would bring in it. And um, the first time that I took it out on the road, um, I forgot like lots of stuff um, that would have been really, really <laughs> helpful to have. Uh, and so Moby 2.0 is just an improved version of the first um, with much smaller housing and um, a very complete and uh, like I had to have a little checklist of the things that I need and um, it's a black and white uh, development and scanning. So uh, Moby 3.0 is on the way and we'll have uh, (laughs) color development. I'll have color development capabilities on the road as well. Okay, this is crazy to me (laughs) (laughs) because so I like I've worked with musicians, you know, here and there and, you know, they want the images like that night sometimes, you know, like, yeah, are you like, so this is the turnaround time. This is no questions asked. Like I need this amount of time to get you the images. Are they understanding of that? Like, what does that look like? Uh, so actually I do turn around nightly images. 
Um, I scan a roll of film a day and I develop by night. Uh, so after a show, uh, no matter where we land, uh, sometimes it's hotel bathroom. Sometimes it's someone's mom's kitchen. Um, just where, (laughs) wherever I find the power outlet and the running water, I'll develop and scan the film that night. So my days are usually whenever everyone else gets up and my, they end at like four or five in the morning. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and usually the only reason I'm up that late is because for me to dry the film, I, I use like the uh, shower rod and, and my hook system. And uh, it's a lot. Yeah, I have to wait for everyone else to like shower and get done because it needs to be left alone. Um, right. So I'm working on creating this kind of like door hook where I can just hang it over a door or attach it to a wall. And that way it can just like be by itself somewhere drying and, and hanging out. And I won't have to wait that long to dry it and cut it and scan it. Man. So what, what, what is your, what is your chemical situation like? Like, what are you using? What are you uh, doing like monobath or do you just kind of do the old like developer fixer? I do. I do the three. I do the three oh, steps. Nice, nice. Uh-huh. Okay. So what I'll normally do is um, I have storage bottles where I will go ahead and create. I have my fix and my stop that I'll keep it like pre-diluted, ready to go. And then I'll bring my developer. And um, yeah, I use the whole system. I, I bring the, the HypoClear on the road as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I bring it all. I bring all of it with me. Um, yeah, that's a, it's important. I feel like. So inspiring. It's like there's no <laughs> excuses for anything really like I just I love it I love it so much and I I just I didn't I didn't want to have to sacrifice that process because like developing film is so cathartic and it's Mm -hmm. like such like a great just it's such a fulfilling experience for me that I just didn't want I just wanted to be able to do it and I I thought to myself you know like I I think about photographers like you know Robert Kappa or Ansel Adams like I think like how did they do it like they're you know Robert Kappa is a wartime photographer like he's he's out in the field and he's sending these images home like what how how did he like they had to have a way right obviously you know they they had a way and so and and there really aren't any modern resources for building something that you can just like pick up and take with you i i couldn't i didn't really find anything so i i looked at at how the the, the workflow of of photographers from you know back in the 60s 70s you know whenever um and kind of took like i have a book of like ansel adams's letters uh and i read a lot about like he would just talk about his experience, like, you know, lugging things around and like the things that he needed or would forget. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's really smart. Like I should think about that. And it's like different, like chemistry, of course now, but the principle is still there. And yeah. so that's, yeah. And it, it's really funny because people don't really get it until they see it. Right. The band that I tour with, with mostly is a band called Early Humans. Uh, and they're from here in Nashville. I've known these guys for 10 years. They're some of my best friends. And this past tour that I went on with them in December, they asked, you know, are you going to do film and digital? And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, oh. I really don't want to. Right. Uh, and so I, I talked to one of the guys and I was like, hey, like, you know, I really want to do just film. And I was like, so how about this? Like, I'll bring the mobile darkroom set up. Uh, if I feel like there's a day when I can't get like, I can't get the film done or whatever, uh, I'll bring my Polaroid. I'll bring a few packs and we'll do dailies for social media that way. And uh, he was like, yeah, okay, cool. And didn't have a problem getting the development done any of those days, which was, which was great. How long was the tour? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, it was about, it was a week. Okay. Is a week. Uh, and so about day three, the, the guy in the band, Ryan, that I talked to came up to me. He was like, you know, he was like, when you told me you wanted to do all film, he was like, I was, I was a little hesitant. And he was like, I just, I hadn't seen this before and I hadn't seen you do it. And he was like, but you've done this every night. And he was like, I like watching you like develop this film, like knowing you've shot it and then watching you develop it and like all this. He was like, this is so cool. And he was like, I'm really sorry. I ever doubted you. (laughs) And I was like, no, it's no, I was like, but no, it's cool. Like I get it because like, I don't know anyone else who does it. Like it's not, it's not reasonable. Uh, it's, it's absolute, (laughs) honestly, it's, it's insane, but I love, I love what I do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's what I want to be doing. And so for me, it doesn't feel insane. It just feels like really natural and really like it makes me so happy like to, to be doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good part. I guess when, when it becomes like, oh, I got to go develop all this stuff and pull all the chemicals out, then, you know, you, you can think about doing something else. But if, if you're like having a blast this, while you're doing it, like that's yeah. part of the whole thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and that's that's honestly like that whole like begrudging like, oh, I don't want to do that feeling like that. 
that is how I feel when I would plug my camera into my computer and like bring all the digital images in and call and, and edit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, like I don't feel like creating Lightroom presets and I don't feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like editing. Like I barely edit my film when, when I bring yeah. it into post, I'll, I'll fix a few things, but most of what I do is, is in my scanner, which Speaking of that, Moby 2.0 also has a, a much smaller scanner. It's the uh, the Plus Tech 8100. It's a little size of like a loaf of bread. Actually, it's right here. Uh, this is this is my scanner. Oh wow! Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And since I only shoot 35 millimeter on the road, it it's perfect because it only scans 35 millimeter. <laughs> so, Man. but it's 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 perfectly like portable, and it's it has I have Silverfast, so it's got mm-hmm. great software. So, what the what the scanner lacks in in power and capability, the the software makes up for. Oh, that's perfect. So that's it's perfect. great. It's it's perfect yeah. for the road, and plus it's like when I'm developing on the road, you don't get those like perfect you know, distilled water, like effects, like you don't get those perfect rolls. Um, mm-hmm. You get a lot, there's a lot of aberrations, you know, what, what have you, but the, the bands and the people that I work with, they, that's what they love about film. And I yeah, love that. About I, I was film. Yeah. Say, say, that's, that, that, yeah. Sets you apart right there. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, they don't mind that. And, uh, and, and I love it too. So it's just, it's great. <laughs> have you developed a color film before? Are you familiar? Or is this going to be a whole new venture when you do the Moby 3.0? Yeah. So I have developed color film by hand, uh, twice. Um, I, I understand the, uh, I understand the principles, but it's been a, it's been a minute since I've done it, and I'm actually getting the color chemistry in this week, and I'm going to start test developing roles at home and figuring out because that's a whole different setup yeah. for for the chemistry and and the containers and like all that. So, um, I'll uh, it won't be such a new experience, but I know that during the test rolls, I'm going to be a mess because it's <laughs> I'm like oh my gosh, you know, with the with the temperature control and everything, it's it's uh it's going to be a little tricky, but Actually, I have a, a Ryan, the guy from uh, Early Humans, is really, really well versed in sous vides, <laughs> and because oh, uh, nice, he, because nice, he, he, he's really, he's a, a really great chef, and uh, has worked in in a couple great restaurants, and so he was giving me tips on how to use the sous vide, like how to heat up the water, like testing, you know, heating up the water, and then putting my bottles of chemistry in, and then seeing how much time it takes to to get everything up to temperature, to like help with timing on the road, like they're actually you know, as skeptical as they were at first, now they're like helping me like so create this it. workflow yeah. that that is like super, super convenient for me and, you know, and fast for them too. So it's really Dude, cool. I'm excited because I remember like when I, when I first got into developing, I would do the same thing. You know, I'd shoot a roll, rush home and develop it right away. And there's like nothing better than that, you know, yeah. especially coming from like digital. I, and I, I was like in that weaning digital away from me thing too. So that's just cool that you're yeah. taking that whole thing and, taking it on the road <laughs> you're but, doing, it, yeah. doing it in the wild and that, you. that's how like you know when i got started i was telling the story last night i would photograph bands like promos or shows and i would do the same thing i would because that's all there was really like i right. wasn't sending them to a lab black and white i developed in my sink i walked downstairs to my dark room i made prints and that's what i gave them i gave them physical dark yeah. room prints as yeah. like you know, I was saying I did like scan like the darkroom prints on a flatbed and like from my little GeoCities website. If you guys remember yeah. GeoCities, <laughs> I actually do. That's so crazy. I feel like I'm dating myself with that one, but yeah. <laughs> but that was the process: yeah. shoot, yeah, go develop, print, and yeah, that's so cool. It's uh, speaking well, and, and actually, um, I so this this is a little this is actually kind of new information that I haven't shared like Ooh. like publicly like this yet. <laughs> But news. Um, yeah, yes, news. it kind of is. Um, it's going to be a while, uh, but I'm actually uh, working on. Um, I have a friend who uh, has a 3D printer, and he uh, he and I have talked about this a little bit. Um, but I would like to create uh, a a miniature enlarger that is set, and the only thing that you really have to do is uh, fine focus uh, oh. and actually take the negatives. Uh, on the road and I'm, I'm working on like a system of like how to print um, but it would basically be black and white printing on the road in like uh, and have like the enlarger and everything in one light safe uh, mobile housing with all the development and and everything underneath it uh, so I'm actually working on blueprints to build that right now That's so I could so potentially cool. make prints on the road too like because I think that for bands like it's 
there is something special about limited run merchandise. Uh, mm-hmm. And having the, you know, if I fa- have images, you know, from one night that are, are really yeah. cool and are yeah. something that, you know, someone could put on their wall and it's not necessarily of that band, but it's of the vibe, <laughs> you know, of the vibe of the venue or just mm-hmm. something, something gear related, um, you know, making little little mini, you know, four by sixes or whatever, you know, that bands can sell. I can make a little bit of money off the print. They can use it as merchandise as well. Uh, and it helps cover my costs, but also it's like good promotion for them as well. It's good. It's good promotion all around. Right. Uh, but you know, yeah. you, there's, there's something marketable about limited, yes. limited run merch like that. And it's completely unique. And like I said, nobody else is doing it. And I think it'd be pretty cool. <laughs> So I, I have no idea if, if it's even going to come to fruition, uh, but it's something that I'm like I love. I love being in the dark room, and that's kind of why I built a mobile dark room. Because as much as I love shooting, I love developing and printing even more, like even more. Right. So being able to do that on the road, like I just, it's a dream. It's such a dream. <laughs> I love that. Not gonna lie, I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, well, shoot. Now I feel like, like I said before, I was like, I don't have an excuse. Yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, like, like you know, it, the excuse is that it is absolutely insane. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe it's I'll go really, stick with that. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and that's okay. Like that, that is a that is a perfectly legitimate excuse. So I love amazing. that though. That that's like your gig. You know what I mean? That's such a cool thing yeah. to like shop around to other bands and other kind yeah. of deals that do the same kind of stuff like touring and whatnot. I I love it. I love that. That's I'm excited for you. Thank you. So can we talk to you next about your film for everyone or film for all project? Yes. I was, I was so stoked when I read that on your website. I was just like, what? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I actually had so much fun doing that. Um, actually I did a little, a little extra on top of, um, on top of that, that shop run that I did. Okay. I'll tell you about the project first and then I'll go into (laughs) (laughs) to Reddit secret Santa because it's so much fun. Um, so, uh, yes, the film for everyone project, uh, was something I came up with in, uh, late October last year. Um, and it's a, it was a project that was designed to share my love of film with people who might not have the financial opportunity to have done so previously. Um, I had a great job and was able to, to put all these kits together. Um, I have this, I had this collection of cameras that I had rescued from, you know, antique shops or thrift mm-hmm. stores or flea markets and some of them were broken and I would fix them and but they just sat there and I never used them. I know all about that. Yeah, yeah right? like I you know I had I had this camera collection and it's like I loved having them but it was like I'm they're just they're yeah, just sitting yeah. there but they're perfectly I mean I had you know Pentax K1000 and some really you know some Minolta's a really nice like Yashica Electro rangefinder like you know some really cool stuff that I just felt guilty that now it was like collecting dust on my own shelves. And so I was like, you know, I could flip some of these for, you know, some quick Christmas cash. But then I was like, well, I don't, you know, I have this good job. I don't really, I don't really need that. And it's like, what if I didn't? Uh, what if I just, you know, what if I sold them for super cheap? And so I put together these, these kits um, that were complete 35 millimeter starter kits with a camera body, a lens, all the caps and batteries, um, the original camera manual. Uh, And then I created, I typed up a resource guide from me about shooting with film, whether it be shooting, you know, just general basic photography terms and like how SLRs work and uh, how to shoot with expired film, you know, which is whatever I felt like was something that when I was starting out, I didn't know. And it was something I had to learn the hard way. Uh, I just put all that into a resource guide. Uh, and then I reached out to Kodak and told uh, Tim about the project. I emailed him. And actually, I saw him this weekend at the Imaging oh, yeah. USA conference. And um, <laughs> we were we were all standing around talking about it. And he was like, you know, if, if anyone needs a a, uh, a tutorial in grant writing proposals, he was like, you should talk to Taylor. <laughs> he was like, you know, I, I, he was like, I opened your email and I was going to ignore it. And then I closed it and a few minutes later I went back and I opened it up and I read it again. And he's like, and I couldn't, I couldn't ignore it. <laughs> um, Cause I, I just told him about the project and how excited I was to like share this with others and how I wanted to provide these low cost resources. And um, so he, he sent me a roll of film for every kit. Nice. And, uh, and, and some extras as well, which I kind of randomly threw into them uh, where it would just random ones. Uh, and then I reached out to um, Mike 
at Shoot Film Co. Mm-hmm. And because uh, <laughs> yes, the 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 guy. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, I love his photo memo oh, notebooks. I here. use them same for here. everything. Dark room random notes like i was ripping out pages of the back like using them as business cards this weekend because i forgot like forgot to make any um but i yeah i reached out to him and he actually sent double packs for every kit as well um yeah he i was so thankful for that because i was like these are so great like these are my favorite thing (laughs) um and he sent some some of his uh pins too um and then uh, studio c41 helped me promote it and i went on their podcast and talked about it and uh it was great and i i I didn't know i didn't know like if anyone would would notice or care uh i i just i was like i just want to do this i don't know if you know who knows and um I, I opened the shop on Black Friday and all the kits were sold in less than four days. Wow. Um, How many kits? I had 12. Wow. I had 12 and I had, I, I had like one little point and shoot and then one range finder and then everything else was, um, was, you know, SLR. But, you know, some of them, I had like a Nikon N80, like pretty, pretty decent, like Nikon yeah, body, um, with a, with the great lens and, mm-hmm. you know, like the Pentax, you know, I had all these, you know, Canon Rebel. I had just great, great cameras um and i didn't sell any of the kits for more than 60 dollars. wow that's great um, that's yeah. so good and i i'd honestly like i was so excited just to send them out and like once they were all sold like i sent them and over the past month or so i've started getting some people's film back uh from them and um developing their film and hearing from them about like their experience shooting. And I I have a really good friend of mine who I had no idea would even be interested in this. And he told me uh, the other day he came over to uh, drop off his film and he said, you know, I love this so much. He's like, I feel like my brain is just going, going, going all the time. And he was like, now I'm, I'm using this camera and I'm shooting and I'm finding that my brain is slowing down Mm -hmm. and I'm able to like be be present and just that's all I have to think about and I can just shoot and and then I bring it to you and you develop it. He's like, it's just so cool. And now he's bought like two other cameras and like yep. three other lenses Got him and all you did. this film and he's <laughs> he's so excited about it. And I just that just warms my heart because I know how I know how great that feeling is too. So that's sharing that was so rewarding it is it's it's honestly the it's so much fun um and i uh, that was another thing that i did as well i told people i sent them all uh black and white film from kodak and told them when you're done with the roll send it back i sent i gave them a prepaid uh, uh envelope and or not a prepaid a pre-addressed envelope it was like just pay like two bucks for shipping mail it back to me and i'll develop your first roll for free at home so i that's people you know i've been been sending them or dropping them by and i've been developing um their film and scanning it and then sending it back so Man, that's so awesome that's yeah so it awesome. it was great i mean it was, it was such a cool experience and i i was i was so excited i've had people like message me and ask you know do you have any more of these like are you doing are you still doing this is this a thing and i was like well not right now uh but i'm actually in the process of starting a uh, a, a permanent uh starter kit shop through my website all right. So, yes. So now they'll just be available. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of working out the format and the pricing because I will, I will have to charge a little bit more than I did for film for everyone. Uh, just because I didn't even cover my own costs. Right. But yeah, yeah. I mean, for that, like, I didn't care. Like, I, I honestly, I was like, you know, this is, this is a great opportunity. It's right before Christmas. Like, people can take photos of their families or, or, you know, whatever they're doing. And, you know, I just, I want to, I just want to do something. You know, I want to I want to give back because when I was first starting, I had some really amazing people pour a lot of love into me. And I don't think that I would still be doing what I'm doing. I don't think I'd be doing what I'm doing. And I don't think that I would still be shooting film if it hadn't been for them. Because I, you know, my first 10 roles I ruined, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And it's like, that's very discouraging. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, when you when you have people who just who pour all of that into you. You know, I just felt like now that I, I had this opportunity to give back, it was just time. So I did. <laughs> so w- what's the future of the project going to look like? Is it like as you get kits, they'll be available or are you going to stock up first? Yeah, I, I'm working on stocking up right now. Um, I actually reached out on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and just everywhere. and was like, if you have an old camera that's collecting dust and you want to donate it to this project, then please get in touch. And what I'll probably end up doing is, is the cameras that get donated. I'll probably, I'll probably do giveaways right. uh, with those cameras because I don't, I don't want to take these cameras that were donated to me and like 
turn them for a profit because that's right. not the point right. of the project anyways. Right. So I, what I'm thinking of doing is I will I will be purchasing kits from online and I, I wherever I find them or you know same way as before, um, and then I'll have those in the in the shop. And then every probably two or three times a year I'm going to be doing film for everyone where I can do those kits for very cheaply just to cover the cost of everything else I put in them or you know, giveaways as well, things like that. So kind of, I'm trying to make it to where if people want to be involved and participate, then their kits are going towards these low, these lower cost initiatives. And then for the rest of the year, I have to have a state, I have a standalone shop. So people who have the means to buy these kits and, and are cool with that mm. can. I think that's so awesome because I mean, just like you said, I've had people, you know, get me into things like let me try cameras that I probably never would have tried to fall in like range finders or something like that. And that's kind of one of the only ways to keep this thing kind of growing mm-hmm. organically is to do things like that, to not, you know, gouge prices of cameras. You could easily have sold that Pentax K1000 for, you know, 150 bucks and, right. uh, you know, yeah. and I just think it's really important, especially with like, you know, film is kind of on the edge where it could disappear at some point in the future here. You Absolutely. Know? So like, I really think it's important that, you know, when we have some extra cameras laying around and we know somebody that's like, man, so what is that that you do all the time? Oh, you shoot film. That's that's really cool. I would, you know, I and it's like, just give him a give him a camera. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. have a million cameras. I'm definitely willing to to, to lend out to people or give to right. people. So. And that's, I mean, that's kind of where I am too. Like I just, it's, it's hard. <laughs> Film is expensive and it's hard it is, to get it into is. it. There's yeah. a lot to learn. Right. And, you know, I, I remember feeling so overwhelmed when I first started and, uh, cause I mean, I had had, I had had disposable cameras up until that point. So yeah. there's really only one, one thing to do with it right. <laughs> and then you send it away. So, right. you know, I, it just, I remember that feeling and it's like, if someone expresses interest, like. Yeah, provide them with the gear because the thing about it is the film is gonna it's gonna do the rest. Like it's magic. It's magic every single time. And it is magic. Yes. I know <laughs> that for for people who even have the slightest bit of creative inclination, when they really start getting into it and understanding the process, like oh, so that's how films developed. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like it's it does all it does all the work for me. <laughs> I don't have to do much, you know. So now I'm excited. I mean, now that they're now there's twelve more like well equipped film photographers out there you know and a lot of them are here so i have i have a bigger community of people here and i have people you know hitting me up all the time be like hey like what's this one thing on my camera i'm like oh yeah that's you know da 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 and it's great we just get to do a lot of really cool stuff and i get to you know provide information to others which is again it is how it grows and and how it stays alive so yeah 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 so i'm been loving that <laughs> you seem so willing to like teach this this thing film photography have you thought about putting on any workshops or classes or anything like that i actually have i am a member of the nashville community darkroom here uh and i actually reached out to aaron who i've she was the first person to teach me how to develop and uh, print my film at the darkroom. And I think she's on the board at NCD. And uh, I actually messaged her just a couple days ago and was like, hey, like I, uh, I actually moved away uh, about last year. I moved away for about six months and then I moved back. And um, I just I asked her, I was like, you know, I moved back and I'm, I'm wanting to come back to the darkroom you know, for printing. And, uh, but also, I don't know if you've kept up with my work, but I'm very involved in, in film and in the community now. And, you know, would really like to work at the darkroom or, or run some of the classes. And we're having coffee later this week. So Great. I might actually be doing some of that yes. through, through them, which would be cool. Um, I think that at this point, I feel like I am like very well equipped for the beginner classes, the intros. Um, I, I think I know enough to really get people like through those classes and have them really enjoy it. And at the same time, feel very green still. I mean, I've been, I've been <laughs> sure. shooting film for, you know, almost five years now. And yeah. I still feel like there is so much for me to know and to learn. And so I'm definitely interested in, in doing those beginner ones. Uh, and I think as time goes on, you know, I'll start taking on a little bit more, you know, maybe some experimental stuff or different types of processes and, and color developing, you know, things like that. Yeah, we will see. I, I hope so very soon. 
to, to be doing more because I really do enjoy telling people about it and walking them through that process. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I feel I feel like I feel like you're you're at a good point. Definitely. You should don't don't just start doubt yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just get in there because you. I, I, I've you. always heard that like teachers learn the most. You know what I mean? Because like you learn so much from your students and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I did a little a little class with a couple younger kids. I kind of same thing. I sourced a couple cameras and we all walked around and shot a roll film and then developed it. And it was just like the amount of stuff that I learned from doing just that for like a couple hours one day, like, you know, it's, it's a, it's a magical feeling. Yeah. And also I need to join that damn dark room. I like was I live gonna say in, <laughs> I don't know how I'm still not a member of the Nashville community dark room. Yeah. I actually just realized I have listened to this podcast for a hot minute and I don't know how I missed that you Live in Franklin. You yeah, you're like yeah. right around the corner from me. I know. I know. He messaged I, me this morning. Was like, she's from Nashville. I was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I literally because I I uh, I follow. I think I followed your personal account on Instagram. I was like, yeah, wait yeah. a second. I was like, I know. You're I here. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I realized but, that too. I was just like, damn it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's everything happens in its own time. It's all good. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It really does. It's uh, funny. But the dark room's great. I mean, I I love it because you know I've been going. I went a lot uh, in the year that I had my membership and then I moved away. And uh, and now that I'm back, I think probably twice in that entire year, I worked with someone else in the darkroom. It was, it's very much like still your own private space. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and actually I met Laura Partain there. Uh, oh, one time. Laura, just, yeah. Yes, yes, she's fantastic. Uh, she I is. really, I really, really like her. Uh, and we had great conversation that day. And, uh, but other than that, you know, like I've really never, I've, I'd never see anyone in there other than me. So it's still that very much like a sanctuary. Uh, That's kind of nice. But, you know, I, I use it just for printing because I don't have an enlarger at my house right now. Mm-hmm. And since I have like my, my anywhere set up, you know, <laughs> I, I usually stay at home, <laughs> but yeah. it's it's still it's a really great place, and they've got all like the resources that you need to like for retouching or mounting if you want to mount, you know your your prints onto you know, onto framing. You know, they, there's just a lot of extras there, and and the library. Oh my gosh, the library has grown so much. There's this entire wall full of books. And, That's awesome, oh, man. Yeah, and so every time I have like a weird question about something I'm doing or like you know how to I don't know how to dodge and burn like a very tiny area or something like that, you know I'll go and like read all these you know just pull books off the shelf and just find stuff there, and it's 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 fabulous. Wow. Man. So you should come over and hang out sometime. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I might For come sure. over and hang out. I'm gonna get yeah. on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> you should. It's fun. Seriously, anytime you're in Nashville, it's it's really cool. That's awesome. So awesome. awesome yeah. Awesome. Um, did have you? This is you're all self taught, basically, right? There's you haven't like taken any classes at all or anything at school. No, uh, actually, I went to college for uh, recording industry. Uh, I was in for music business administration. Um, so no, I, I learned everything myself, <laughs> or from I mean a little bit from my dad. I did learn how to develop and print at the darkroom. I did take a a, a day like an, an evening course for those. Um, just because in order to be a member, you have to kind of go through some of these classes right, right. Um, to learn how to use everything. But other than that, no, I'm, I am 100% self-taught. <laughs> That's amazing. That's, you know, yeah. I guess a lot of us are nowadays as well. Uh, I was just wondering if, if like you had spent some time at like art school or anything like that. No, no. I just, uh, I went to school for music. And then wanted to be a lawyer, actually. No way. <laughs> I wanted to be an intellectual property attorney. <laughs> I did. And then I realized that that probably wouldn't be creatively gratifying enough. Uh, nah, I, I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> yeah. no, I, no. It, it was. It's, it, it, us, us creatives got to be careful, you know. Yeah. Like, this like, job I, is not going to serve me well other than. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. But then I, you know, expressed interest. And it's funny because I didn't even like my dad had this camera my entire life and yeah. never told me until <laughs> Christmas five years ago when he gave it to me. And I was like, you've had this the whole time? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I've been shooting disposable cameras since I was seven. And you've had this the whole time? <laughs> I love that. But, was he know, like hoarding it or something? He was like, is this yeah, my baby? Yeah, just up in the top of a closet. Like. I had, mm-hmm. I had even expressed interest, like getting into college, like, oh man, you know, I kind of want a film camera, da da da, and he just never said anything. <laughs> That's too funny. So, but it's okay. Now I have it and love it. <laughs> and your world has changed. So, did you did you go through like a career change, or did you kind of gradually get into shooting professionally? What was that like? Um, it's yes, it was it was gradual because I I think it took me two and a half years to call myself a photographer. Sure, I I refused until. 
I felt like I was producing more work that I than I like that I liked than work that I hated or or mm. that I didn't think was good. Yeah. Um and yeah, it took me about two and a half years. Uh and then yeah, about yeah, I guess about two and a half years ago, I launched my business and um, uh, I had like a business launch and everything. And up until that point, I had been shooting, still doing music, but most, you know, doing a little bit of everything just to get a feel for it. And um, it had been in the dark room. I don't know. You know, it's weird because it was very gradual up until that point. And then I launched my business and then it was all I could think about. Right. And I've still had like other jobs, uh, you know, like day, you know, day jobs and whatnot. But, you know, as time is going on, it's becoming more and more sustainable, um, which great. is, which is really cool. And especially once really this past year, ever since I announced that I wasn't doing digital anymore, that was really when things started like insane, like insane, like 90 to nothing. Um, wow. Yeah, just because I I had been been really involved in the scene, especially in the DIY music scene here. I've been very involved, going to all the shows, shooting a lot for free, in the hopes that you know, showing these musicians my my abilities would would get me you know the paid work, and yeah. uh, that is often not so true. Yeah. Um, and even even though I was I was doing a lot of shooting and I was going to a lot of shows and meeting a lot of people, like I wasn't happy at all. And I think that that was evident in my non film work because mm. um, it wasn't as inspired. It wasn't as as there, you know, it wasn't as in the moment. And then when I announced, like in April of last year, I'd had it, and I was like, you know what, like I'm just gonna, I'm done. Like I had even, I think I had tweeted about it. I was like, you know, I was like by 2020, I think it was like the beginning, like the end of March or mid March something. I was like, by 2020, I'm not going to shoot digital anymore. And then by mid April, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. And I announced it. I was like, you know what? I'm not offering digital anymore. I'm not doing any more free shows. I'm not doing free shoots. You know, I have a starving artist program where, you know, we'll work out a budget or a payment plan uh, or something like that. But Otherwise, like, this is what I love. This is what I'm good at. My best work is on film. I feel the most fulfilled when I do it. And um, so I'm not going to do anything else. I'm not going to do anything I don't want to do anymore. I actually got a really great response to that. Like, I wasn't expecting it. It's so inspiring, to be honest. Yeah. 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 People were really, really supportive and really, you know, like, go you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's great. And so that's, that's kind of just ever since then, it's, it's been more and more. And then I've, you know, been able to grow in film and and create you know these these cool little projects for myself like uh trashed which is where i'll just like throw something random into my developing tank like wine or household (laughs) bleach like something like something random you know just whatever i find or where i'll take like canvas dyes after the negatives come out and just kind of like dot it smear it like take some bath salts and all the way down and just trash the film and just see what happens like more experimental stuff and like i don't know it's just i've i've been doing a lot more a lot a lot of things that just feel more like myself um and i think that people respond well when you're being who you are in your craft one yeah 100 percent absolutely And the, the more I've grown to love it, the more vocal I've gotten about how much I love it. And then the more people are like, well, that's really cool. She really loves that. Like, yeah, I think it's kind of interesting. Like, I want to I want to like know more. And yeah, it's like, you know, I, I love what I do so, so much. And I think that I think that it's it's done a lot in my business and just and just for me, too. <laughs> I kind of went down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> no, I love that. That's great. That's so. Yeah, it's really important. I feel like everybody kind of needs to to go through that phase mm-hmm. though like where you are being the person that everybody walks all over like shooting concerts for free doing yep. this for that i mean it really teaches you to like to hustle and to that this isn't what i want to do anymore you know like i'm not going to do this anymore because i am worth more than that and once you once you hit that level i think then it's on you know mm-hmm. then you get yeah. you find out who you really are and you get to like do that shit you get to put the best salts on your film and scratch it up and right. go crazy yeah and like because you're hungry you're just like i'm so sick of doing this like come on you know like what like, else can yeah. i do you know yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I think that, um, I really enjoy the creative process of it now. And, uh, and and I'm working with artists who, who value me and my craft. They value my time, they value my resources, and they value my, my abilities. And I'm not, (laughs) I don't think I'm a very proud person when it comes to my work, but I am confident in the knowledge that I have and in the work 
that I do and I'm not willing to sell that for nothing anymore. Right. And that actually, that mindset is something that came from, this is just a, a quick side note, but um, last year uh, I went to, there's this thing in Nashville and it happens all over the world, but it's called creative mornings. And it's where um, there's a worldwide topic and then each Creative Mornings Collective in the city will have a speaker come in and talk about that topic. And uh, so one week it was on Creative Courage and there was a really great fitness instructor, uh, Kate Moore, here in Nashville who came in and talked about, you know, creative integrity and how she and this this literally changed my life. So I hope someone hears this and is like, oh, man, like I needed that. Um, yeah. She said that, you know, when she was building her business, it um, it felt really good for people to, to come to her and say, you know, I'm new in the area and like I'm, I'm really interested in getting more involved in this community. And like you, you just know so much and you're so passionate and so successful. Like, can I just pick your brain? You know, and just like, you know, can I just ask you some questions and, you know, I'll buy you a cup of coffee. And she said that at first that felt really great. It's like, oh, wow, like I, I'm a little bit of an authority here. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, something I'm doing is is getting someone's notice. But then she came to realize that these people were were taking the four or five years that she had taken to build her business and the value of that to them was two hours of her time for like a $4 cup of coffee. Right. Mm. And she was like, you know what? Like that's, that's not worth it. Like I, I spent so much time and resources doing this and making the mistakes and building what I have to what I like, what I am to what I, and what I have to like where it is now. And that no, I'm not going to do that. And the phrase that came from that, um, I don't, <laughs> just quick side note, I don't know if this will need to be edited out, edited out, but <laughs> the, the, the phrase that she, that she came up with for that was, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. Ooh, that's good. And yeah. like, I heard that and my brain exploded. My <laughs> brain absolutely, I, it did. I was like, oh my gosh, because I have people do that. Like, ask me like, hey, are you coming to my show? Like, I just love your work. And it's like, yeah, that feels great. But like, mm-hmm. you're asking, you're, now you're soliciting my services, but you don't want to pay for it. Right. And yeah. and I, I'm not down with that. I've definitely like, had to put my foot down before. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it started making me feel bad. It's like, you know what? You're not asking me to come to your show because, like, you're stoked to see me. And, like, you know, like, you want me to be there and, and we can have a conversation and, like, you know, be, be peers and friends. Like, you're wanting me to come on the off chance that I'll bring my camera and I'll take mm-hmm. photos of you that are marketable for you and, and are brand building for you. And that's valuable. That has that has value. And you wouldn't be asking if you didn't want me there. And I deserve I deserve to be compensated for for my craft. So freaking lutely. And that that phrase though, I mean, I started applying it to everything in my life. Everything. And that's really where you know, that's where my decision to stop shooting digital came from. It's where like when people ask about like, how do you, what do you put in your, all in your mobile darkroom? What are all your things? I'm like, sorry, like, nope. yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll talk about it and I'll talk about like a little bit of the process and everything, but like, I'm not going to build it for you. Like right. it took me, it took me like seven months to figure out what I needed. Like, right. no, <laughs> you know? So, and it's not because I don't care. It's not because I don't want to share that. It's just because like, I consult too. If you want information, if you want to take the easy road, like, con- like pay me a consulting fee because right. that information yeah. has value. You won't have to yeah. waste, you won't have to spend five years making all those mistakes, you know? So anyways, but that, that statement really, really changed things. And, and also the second part of that is um, like, if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. And if it's a no, be honest about why. Yeah. And so, you know, I've told people like, Hey, you know, I'm really glad that you're interested in this. Um, you know, I offer consulting. It's on my website. If you're interested in booking a session, like please, you know, fill out the form there. Um, but I don't offer free. I don't offer free shoots. I don't offer free services. Right. Like, you know, this is part of my business now. And I've had some people who've been kind of rude, you know, like, but the people, because they're, they're just yeah. like, oh, well, really? And I was like, yeah, really? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. Um, but you know, the people that I end up working with, like, see that for what it, see that for the value that it has. And are like, absolutely, I'm willing, I'm willing to take care of you in that way. Cause I want your, I want your know-how. So I will compensate you in some way for it. So that's amazing. anyways, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really important. That's really important stuff. I hope that hits somebody mm, that's listening. Yeah. Same. 
Because I sure it hit. It sure hit me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it can, it can really, really make a difference. Um, One, uh, it, it, it very much made a difference for me. So hopefully someone out there, yeah. you deserve compensation for your creativity. Everybody. everybody. Everybody's got to eat. <laughs> Compliments don't pay bills. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> so the all right. tags don't pay bills. <laughs> that's my, that's my little, that's my little, uh, creative creative authenticity and and courage love it spiel for the day (laughs) how many times just you saying that last like little segment that we had how many times i walk into starbucks to get my morning coffee and they're like all my bros in there and i'm just like yeah they're just like yo man we're recording this weekend at the thing man if you just want to pop in like on friday for like an hour and like take a couple shots and i'm just like yeah let me let me see what my calendar says and then i just like keep walking (laughs) i never have the heart to be like no because they give me free coffee all the time but free coffee Uh, is like not the price of a roll of film an hour of my time giving you their coffee they're giving you starbucks coffee oh i yeah oh i know i know yeah that that's a lot of free coffee you should start saying timothy like i can send you over my rates if you guys are serious that's what I did. I did say that. I just like last week because I was I, I'd had it because they were hounding me. They're like, in February, we got this like big deal. The record company's paying for it like that. Oh, I'm like, were well, they paying for the photographer? Yeah. too? because like that. Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, no, it, it has. It's made it like because I'll, I'll just tell people sometimes like, yeah, like uh, if you especially because like my rates on my um, that I advertise for for my stuff, like if an art, if I, I work in DIY. So a lot yeah. of these bands, they don't have a ton of money. And so Dang. it's like, I'll, I'll tell them like, hey, like if, if you want me to come shoot your show and my rates aren't doable for you, let's chat. Let's just like talk about this and, and figure it out. And uh, we'll come up with, with a way that covers my costs and gets you photos because I genuinely believe people deserve good quality photos no matter how much money they have in their pocket. Agreed. So, you know, as long as I can cover my costs, uh, you know, I'll make it work sometimes, especially for, if it's bands that like book me on a repeat basis. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw you a bone here and there. Like, I don't, you know, I don't mind. But if people are like, yeah, you want to pop in for 30 minutes, sometimes I'll be like, you know, we'll come up with a mini session rate. Why not? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'll do a half roll for you. And then when yeah. I finish the rest of that roll, then you'll get your photos kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, it can't be on time, you know, something like that. We'll be right back with the listener question for Taylor right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk also comes from Polaroid Originals. Go to PolaroidOriginals.com and use the offer code AnalogTalk10 at checkout to receive 10% off your next purchase. All right, guys, this is a part of the show where we break off and take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Mr. Chris Visser. And he wanted to know if you could photograph any band's last show, who would it be and why? And he also kind of had a little side note. It's like anytime, any place, any date, anywhere, you know. Anybody. So, uh, anybody. Okay. So I have a, I actually have a couple. Uh, I'll go with one that's uh, not here and now and then one that are a couple two that are um Ooh, that's perfect the, good mm-hmm. the band that i would shoot their last show would be queen oh yes oh. freddie yes yes uh i absolutely love queen i mm. love freddie mercury and like Same. he i just i i just i love him and and everything that like he stood for and just like how like out, outrageous and outlandish and just dramatic and passionate he was like i think that that would be the coolest experience ever (laughs) uh and he and i are actually birthday buddies so i would just you know i would just feel like that was a very very cool connection (laughs) um so queen for sure uh more modern uh in the nowadays there are two that come to mind uh thrice and manchester orchestra Um, those are two bands that mean a lot to me and that I have seen live many times and have never shot. And, um, I, you know, there's some music that, that sticks with you your whole life and that you, that, that really helped shape who you are. And I, those two bands definitely did it for me. So that, they would be those. (laughs) Great answers. Great question. Love Thrice. (laughs) Definitely. Like, (laughs) love Manchester. They're so good. (laughs) But is Thrice still playing? Are they still around? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They took a, yeah, they took a hiatus uh, for a few years just because they all have families and everything. And uh, I think two years ago, maybe almost three now, they came back with an album uh, that was just as good as anything else. And now they've released, I think their newest one is uh, it's called Palms and uh, it is fantastic. 
Um, mm. Oh, it's it's so good. They are so good. Like I think they're <laughs> timeless at this point. Like they're just immortalized mm-hmm. in my mind. And Dustin Kensrue, <laughs> Dustin Kensrue as like a vocalist and just like his his entire presence is um, it just really really like hits me hits me in in the gut and <laughs> tugs on my heartstrings quite a bit. So. Yeah. So this sounds like good. it should be a goal for you then. Yeah. It, it it 100% is. And now like working in music, it's like now I I've, I have a, a few a few people who have, you know, toured with him or know him and it's like I I'm real I'm really weird about being like, "Hey, so listen, <laughs> uh could could you help me out here?" But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if if the opportunity presented itself, I I would jump on that opportunity <laughs> because that would just make my life. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, yeah for sure. So. Man, so I guess we got to give her the tough two questions mm-hmm. then. Everybody's worse. That everyone's like, I hate you for this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's a desert island and you can only take one camera. What's it going to be? It's my Ooh. Nikon FG20. Yeah, this uh, this this is the camera my dad gave me. It's my, we. I don't know. Aww. I love it. It's all decorated. It is. I have. I have all my swag. Love that. <laughs> All of it. I, I take, because I, I, people love the pins and yeah, it gives yeah. me an opportunity to shout out Shoot Film Co. Every opportunity I get and uh, bands that I love and this extremely hilarious pin that I found. Um, oh, that is awesome. What does it say? It says, Kodak knows I'm important. I'm a professional photographer. <laughs> that, I, oh my God, I need that. And yeah, I, I found it on Etsy or eBay or something and I... I laughed so hard. I was that like, is this, amazing. Is the, this is the funniest pin I've ever seen. But uh, so I had to buy it. It was like three bucks. I had to buy it. Um, but yeah, that, you know, my my dad's dad, my grandfather who has passed, gave that camera to him and then he gave it to me. And uh, I love it. And I know it so intimately now. Like mm. I, I that's why I've never used any of those other cameras I bought. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's, I know it. I understand it's, it's light metering. I and it's it, I have a great glass for it, so that that would be the one, hands down. <laughs> great answer. So what what uh what what film stocks? You know, you are you a Kodak person? Do you like Kodak, or do you kind of just shoot what you can? Or definitely love Kodak. Um, yeah. I uh, I actually have. Oh, it's not in here. I would have to go and get it. But I have this uh, Kodak race this Kodak racing pit jacket. Um, from when Jeff cool. Hamilton raced for Kodak, and uh, it's amazing. And it's actually, I should probably. I'm just gonna. Yeah, go get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. Hold on. Oh, wow. oh shut up, dude! Yes. That's sick. Yes. <laughs> it's. I waited a long time for that. Where did jacket. you get it? I found it on Poshmark. What is nice. That? What is, wait, what is that? It's like this clothing resale website it's only for clothes so people go on there and i saw one on i saw that jacket someone had done like a a photo shoot or something with it and i saw it on pinterest like years ago and i was like i want that jacket (laughs) and probably every week or two for two years i would like scour the internet like ebay (laughs) shop goodwill like etsy wherever and i would just look and i finally found it in uh in November last year, and I bought it immediately, and uh, had even seen other ones that I really were like, "Oh, those are cool," but it's right. not that one. It's not but, the one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I waited, and I was rewarded for my patience. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, I love. Um, so yeah, for the film stocks I shoot, uh, I love. I do love Kodak. Uh, big fan of Portra, uh, especially mm. for live shows. You just get those those warm gold tones with the. You just can't beat that, right? Um, I actually I really enjoy. Uh, I love Ilford as well. Uh, when I when I'm on the road, uh, Ilford Delta 100 is actually my favorite to shoot. Oh, um, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, even when I'm in low light, you know, I have a very, very powerful flash kit, and so yeah. I'm able to still to get really great still images but also because it's such low speed i'm able to um get a lot of motion shots um when i was first shooting i didn't use a flash kit because i didn't have one so i would shoot these low light shows with no flash which is not easy to do um and i hated it at first because i couldn't get those crisp nice photos um Mm -hmm. but then i you know going back and looking at those images it really actually helped create a style for me where i use that the motion of you know somebody like 
headbanging or something uh, oh, yeah. to to convey like the emotion, like the intensity mm-hmm. of what's going on. Uh, and so with with the Delta, if I set my camera and my flash settings just right, um, I can get some some really great motion shots that are well lit, but offer a lot of just I don't know, just context for the moment. So love love Delta. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll pretty much shoot anything. I love expired film as well. Mm. Yeah, it gets uh, weird. I, I, yes, it does. I actually mm-hmm. just did a, a live development session on, on Instagram the other day where I had this mystery stock of black and white film that was bulk loaded into a Kodak, like GC Max 800 canister. So the camera, the DX coding, like the camera read it as 800, but I had no clue what it was. Yeah. Uh, well, and it actually turned out to be Delta 100. Oh, uh, no kidding. <laughs> but it was super expired too. So I was like, I, I was sitting there like on, on this live video trying to figure out how to develop it. Like I was like, okay. Okay, gotta do some math here, and yeah, I, was yeah, like, I yeah. don't know if that's gonna be right. And ended up getting some cool stuff. I actually posted some of the photos on Instagram today. So, oh, sweet. Uh, I'll have to yeah, check them out. yeah, same. Yeah, I, the the photos on there are um, whenever I get cameras in for the shop, uh, I I will test them using these, you know, some older rolls. And so they were just test shots, but they ended up being kind of cool because I rewound it, did some double exposing and some fun stuff. So, Ooh, yeah, so nice. it was, it was cool. And now that I, that I know what it is and all the, you know, all the other bulk loaded 800 right. canisters that I have now, I know how to shoot them and how to develop them. So, <laughs> so but I love expired film. Uh, it's, it's always a total mystery. You never know what you're going to get. Definitely. So, yeah, I have a big Ziploc bag full of like all kinds of random expired stuff. I'm excited to love it to dig, to dig through <laughs> yeah. them this year and do some fun stuff. With yes, them. yeah, it's, it's always so much fun. Like you know that that's that's part of the joy of film. It's like completely unpredictable sometimes, and it's Definitely. just yes. it's it's magic. It's it's magic. <laughs> it is. It is 100. Yeah. percent Man, so yeah, the the second part of the question is uh, the white whale camera. Is there anything that you've had your eye on and you you, you want it, but you just haven't pulled the trigger on it? And <laughs> what is, what yes. is it? Uh, the uh, Yashica Mat 124. Ooh. Oh, such a great one. classic mm-hmm. camera. Oh, yeah, uh, that's if I don't have a camera that that shoots um that shoots medium format. Um, mm. and I don't want one until I get that one. Um, yeah. that's, that's, oh, that's the one. Awesome. Yeah. That's the one I've wanted. And it's like, you know, I have a tendency to, to get pretty, pretty good at something and then move on. And I told mm. myself, you know, like I shoot 35 and I'm, I'm getting to that point where I'm well enough, well versed enough to, to move on. And, um, but I'm still like, uh, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. Cause I could get a 120, you know, I could get a 120 or me or other medium format, you know, camera. And uh, at any time, if I really wanted to, but I'm just not going to. Like, I'm just going to wait because it forces me to be present with what I'm currently working with, too. So that's a that's good point. So important. Yeah, so yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So that, but that, that is the one though. And actually, on the film walk a couple days ago, someone had one. And I was like, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't my tempt, gosh. Don't get tempted. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, I was drooling. I literally walked over to her and I was like that is the camera I want. Can I see it? Yes. <laughs> I was being very weird about it. She was so nice. I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. So <laughs> got to like hold it and like, uh, just, I love, I love that, you know, like looking down and, and just having that screen right there and you can just yes. see everything. Oh, it's just yes. so cool. It and is. plus twin lens is just, they're just so neat. They are. They really they're, are. They're very, they're fancy. I always yeah. feel fancy when I'm shooting one. I'm like, yeah. look at me. Look yeah. at me. <laughs> I know, I, I, it's very cool. It is. Everybody it wants is. to talk to you about it. You know? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the one. Well, two awesome. two very good answers. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I th- guess that wraps it up doesn't it timothy yeah yeah no, I, I think so this is a great episode taylor thank you for yeah, for joining definitely. us and and sharing your experiences and your knowledge and and doing such wonderful things for the community we, we appreciate it thank you yeah thank you so much for having me it's it's really fun to come in and talk to you know a bunch of film nerds like me so it's the best is <laughs> why we do it so it's it's awesome so thank you guys for having me on and, and letting me letting me gab about about all this absolutely where can everybody check you out where's your handles and website info uh yeah so uh my website is uh tefilm.net and then my my instagram as well is t.e.film i don't really have a facebook presence if you want to be my friend on facebook you can just add me you can yeah. find me at tefilm615 and uh yeah i i'm on twitter but it's mostly like political ranting so you know 
it's not really worth following. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about, I like, I like to post some pictures, but then mostly it's just like, hey, go vote. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so important. I'm not super active on there. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram and, and my my website are, are where it's at. Awesome. awesome. Timothy, what about you? Guys, head over to Instagram and Twitter at Timothy Makeups. I also make film photography related YouTube videos. You can check those out on YouTube. And you just got to type in Timothy Makeups in the search bar. You'll find a whole bunch of stuff from like eight years ago because I haven't made a video in a while. But uh <laughs> That's going to change soon. So, uh, Chris, where are you at? So, I am Chris B. Photo on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter, Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. We have a Facebook page and a group you can join and share work and share questions and hang out. So, that's where we are. That's where we're at. All right, Taylor, thanks again for joining us. This was so, so fun. We really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you. I've had a blast. And it's really, really nice to like talk to you guys and get to know y'all a little bit better, too. It's Yay. awesome. Yay. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. All right. First off, we want to thank Taylor for being on the show. Man, what a what a bunch of inspiring information she had dropped for us today. I hope some of that hits you guys because it definitely hit Chris and I. We were We were just like, wow after the episode after we were done recording thank you taylor thank you thank you thank you guys that's going to take us to patreon head over to patreon.com slash analog talk we have a bunch of tiers over there like we said at the top of the show you can get the show two days early on mondays if you decide to join our patreon so every little bit helps and thanks to the 40 patrons that we have we appreciate each and every single one of you guys and we will see you next week with an all-new episode later